0: Oh, everybody, and welcome to Podcast Unlocked. I am your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are my fellow locksmiths, Peter Eichman's editor at IGN, and Casey Lynch, beard-in-chief. Whoa! Hello! How are you guys doing? Fantastic! Really hungover. Really hungover? <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about that. You were out drinking last night. Last night some, was... Uh, wow, well, I was with Some
1: cool bros. Well, I wasn't just out drinking with the bros. Um, <laughs> last night was Night to Night, which is a uh, charity... Um, event that's put on by the gaming industry and, uh, all the proceeds go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation and um, a couple other things, and uh, tons and tons of money was raised last night, but um, I sat at the Nintendo table. I had dinner with uh, Reggie Fizami or Phil Zame or how... <laughs> Reggie <laughs> Phil. Firm- Apparently, and, uh, the, that never came up last night. It didn't. <laughs> hey, Reggie, how do you say how your you name? Say last night? And while we're on the topic, is it Ryu or Ryu? I mean, I should have just had the conversation with him, trying to figure out things. Yeah. So, <laughs> afterwards, thing IGN know. hosted a party, though, at the Cliff Hotel, and... Um, we, we we tied a few on. Nice. So it was good. Painted of the town red. Very good.
0: But I'm great really job. good, Stephen. How are you? Good. I'm great. I'm just doing absolutely lovely. It's been a real busy season here at IGN. Absolutely. It's been amazing so far. It's pretty awesome. Okay, guys, let's jump right into it. Let's, let's. talk about the big thing, the uh, grenade-chucking elephant in the room, <laughs> Battlefield 3.
2: It'd, it'd only be like the elephant in the room if this was like this awkward thing we had to talk about, but I think it's on everyone's <laughs> minds. Uh, as you guys have probably read by now, I think the game is awesome. I loved it. I complained about the campaign. Uh, I talked about it being, you know, well-trodden ground. We've seen it before, we've heard it before, but... I couldn't, regardless of those problems, regardless of the glitches, some of the issues, I could not get enough of the multiplayer. It's the kind of review I wanted to be over, so I could go back to playing battlefield three.
1: now, I, I think what a lot of people who tuned in uh, to the review early, um, ha- we were curious about was how does it perform on Xbox 360? So when we originally mm-hmm. reviewed it, or Peter, when you did, uh, you reviewed it on PC. Yes. We have since uh, played it on 360, and we've posted a, a new review that's mm-hmm. 360, so talk a little bit about that.
2: Well, what happened there is, and of course everyone was concerned when I put it up, that it looks, you know, at a glance, like the same review. And that's because so much of the review is content-based. It's about what's in the game, what makes the game fun, and what's wrong with it. But if you look at the Xbox 360 review, I rewrote an entire section on the graphics, and And some of the multiplayer components. Um, Because, frankly, the PC set some new bars in the graphics department. Like, it looks great. And it looks really good on Xbox as well. I mean, we can almost ignore the HD standard definition install that comes with the Xbox 360 version. Because, frankly, you're going to free up a gig and a half of space. You need to. Because it's, a, A, a big difference. And, B, it's not like you have to buy this extra pack. So, once you install HD graphics, um, it looks really good on Xbox, but I know, and Steve and I have talked about this as well, like, it's not, like, heads and and tails above uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2. Like, that was on the Frostbite 1.5 engine, and that game looked really good. It did. But, um... Here is Battlefield 3, and it's not, like, this whole new evolution of graphics that like, things you've never seen before. It's just a more polished version of Bad Company 2 that looks really good. And they do a really good job with, like, light and dark and smoke effects and um, just some of the detail work throughout and in the campaign you notice especially um like between the night levels and the day levels like there's some really good contrast nothing that g- gets quite to the point of pc where like you open a door from a dark room and you're literally blinded by the sun it doesn't do that so much on the console versions xbox version but um overall it's still it looks great and you know be not we the reviews are never a matter of PC versus Xbox.
1: Right. <clears throat> that's
2: what I, I, I think people need to understand to some I, extent.
1: I, and I think the idea is, though, um, to look at what's different and if there is something that's considerably markedly different um, to, to note all those things. In fact, a lot of times we'll play the games uh, on all the platforms and if there really is no distinguishable difference, we'll yeah. just we'll take the same review and will run it on each of the platforms, and it will stand for uh, for the game as a
2: whole, for, yeah. for the release. And so one of the things that you might be wondering about, like, let's talk about the difference right here. On PC, you can play with up to 64 players. Right. The maps are huge, and in if you're playing a conquest style, which is like a capture point, where you have to go, you know, raise a flag and hold that point from your opposition, uh, 64 players, and there's five conquest points. But you move it over to Xbox 360, and there's a 24-player cap, and you might have heard the news we were talking about, and I wrote about it in the review, um, DICE actually narrowed up some of the multiplayer maps. But it is actually quite subtle. What they really did is, um, on the PC, the spawn points are so far away from the action um, that you're actually treading through a lot of empty ground just to get to the fight. But what they did on PC or uh, 360 is they brought the, the spawn points in, so they tightened up the maps and the actual battlefield areas up a little bit, And in Conquest maps, there's only three capture points instead of five. But regardless, it doesn't take away from what I really loved about the game, which is that just the feeling of scale is still there. The fun with the vehicles,
1: the jets, the helicopters, the 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 classes, the destructibility, it's all still there. Yeah. What's interesting, with the spawn points being moved, I found, having played both um I-, I liked that a little bit better that was one thing that uh that w- when you spawn way way out and you're you know if you're not next to a vehicle and you're yeah. just running you're like i can sprint forever in battlefield yay it's yeah you know you're sitting <laughs> takes there for away from a, a bit, good you know 20 30 seconds before you get into anything so yeah. i actually found it uh, more enjoyable to just spawn yeah, right Yeah to that into extent it.
2: you're right back in the action right now, away
1: now granted one thing i also noticed and for people who are playing battlefield 3 right now you'll i'm sure uh get this people are camping spawn points like so yeah, they when you do spawn closer to the action you're going to find every now and then you're just gonna spawn and die because there's you know a couple uh, well-positioned snipers just you See, know ready to, to put a beat on your head but what my what I don't understand when people
2: complain about that is battlefield more than any other online game gives you options around campers you can spawn on your squad you can spawn directly into a vehicle without ever peeking your head out and you can basically spawn to any conquest point in that type of map that you guys have captured. So there's, you know, there's half a dozen ways around spawning at your normal, uh, like the, the standard spawn point um, if you're just getting camped on. And sure, I've been in a situation where I've been we've been held down by snipers pretty badly in the spawn mm-hmm. point and couldn't really get around it. But it's it's a team-based game. You need to talk to your team. You need to mark. Mark your targets. So if you know where the right. sniper is, mark them so your team can see them. Yep.
1: And, and you, you do can, that by uh, uh you hit the back w- with button, the
2: back button. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And what you can do, like, sure, you're playing assault and you want to help your team as a <laughs> medic, but just if you die, spawn as a sniper, spawn as recon and snipe them right back. You can tell where they are. There's mm-hmm. a glint of the scope. And snipe them back, guys. Just snipe them right back. Do it. Snipe so on.
1: and and don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. It just it was interesting. It's an observation yeah. Yeah. that you know it in a lot of other games. It's harder, I think, to, to pull off spawn camping. And, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of
0: games really try to discourage that and, you know, balance it out. Mm-hmm. But I think it was actually, it, it adds a new element of, like, you know, intensity and, and urgency to, like, get the hell out of that spawn yeah. point.
1: Yeah, it's extreme spawning. It is. I
0: mean, once, if, if you get that that choke point where the other team is literally just boxing you into your spawn point, and you know, you're dying left and right, you really have to you know, re-strategize and think of exactly. some new
2: ways to deal with that. And that's, that's why I'm in love with the multiplayer. There's um, 101 ways to do anything in that mm-hmm. game. It's like, the maps are so big, you can sneak every which way. You can knock down walls into buildings, you can find a new way to do it. Um, but I understand there are certain areas of certain maps where you can get locked down, but I, I don't see why there's not a way around it. And I know out there, everyone, uh, there's, some, uh, there's some growing pains with uh, the servers. I know right, they've been coming up and down, especially yeah, since mm-hmm. launch. And for anyone curious about the reviews, um, I got the copy. You saw probably our live stream on Monday. I got the copy right after that, started playing, took it home, played multiplayer late into the night. Um, and that was before the server problem started. So I got the full experience on both Xbox and PlayStation before everything started going awry.
1: Yeah, and going awry is a loose term. I mean, yeah. honestly, anytime you put a tremendous amount of stress on a server, you're going to mm-hmm. have situations. Like, it's very common for a game on launch day uh, to have uh, some server problems. So I, I think it yeah. will become an actual problem if we're still talking about this next week. Exactly. Or, you know, even in a couple of days. So uh, my, my guess is that things are going to get kind of uh, buttoned up here. And it, I, I logged on, um, and, and I didn't have any problems. Yeah. So I think it's sort of... Uh, growing pains and I I
2: love uh, the server browser on the console versions that's not you know a lot of online Mm -hmm. games don't have that you can't pick pick and choose as easily or see you know the ping and how many players yeah. are in there already usually you just quick match up in most games but yeah
0: and and you can pull up open you up your up. friends list and mm-hmm. just immediately drop right into whatever game any of your friends are playing which yeah. is an awesome feature and, and it's
2: th- nice to be able to kind of rearrange your squads on the fly i found too um i was playing with like tina and scotty lowe and some other guys the other night and was we we're just having a blast
1: Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, One thing that came up, um, just to note, uh, was, okay, so (coughs) Battlefield 3 got a a 9, and we kind of uh, found the single-player campaign wanting, but we love the multiplayer campaign. So, I I think in the same way, like, look at a a game like like Dead Space 2. Exactly. The same sort of thing was the case where the single-player campaign was so strong that we felt like, okay, um, even though the multiplayer uh, portion of Dead Space 2 wasn't the best, and, you know that's probably not why people are buying Dead Space 2. I think Mm -hmm. the same goes for Battlefield 3. Yeah, it sets a
2: precedent that the opposite is also okay.
1: Yeah, and it's not even so much that it's okay. I think the point... I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems to me that you found the multiplayer so good that you you were okay with saying, okay, yeah, so the single player, they put it in there. They're trying to compete with Call of Duty. Call of Duty obviously um, has a single player component that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's short but sweet and it has this cinematic Call of Duty stuff. And I think, you know, Battlefield 3 squarely was positioning itself, or EA rather, with Battlefield 3 um, to sort of go toe-to-toe. Uh, above and beyond the call. Exactly. Um, And they had to have that single player uh, component in there. But um, even though that wasn't the strongest part of the offering, uh, because the multiplayer was so great, that's sort of uh, what compelled that score in the way that you approached the review.
2: Yeah. Because what we do at the end of the day, we ask ourselves, is the game fun?
0: And it is. Seriously.
1: Yeah. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm I'm kind of in the mindset to disagree with you about the... Games Graphics. Oh. Hmm. I, I kind of find them...
2: <laughs> oh, well, look at you.
0: Hmm. Um, I I don't know. I think there wasn't nearly the leap that I was expecting between Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 3.
1: Now, um, on PC or on Xbox? I'm just talking Xbox. Yeah. I, okay. I haven't played I,
0: PC. I'm sure the PC looks fantastic. It but, does. It, re- yeah. it really does. It does. It's, so, I I full disclosure, I can't speak for the PC version, only the 360 one. But... Um, I've noticed a lot of like kind of buggy graphics, um, some weird textures, some pop in, some stuff that you know didn't really deliver on what I thought that was gonna happen with this game. Um, and I think that you know the the lighting is kind of weird. I mean I, I get how it would look really cool on the PC just with the whole you know ocular adjustment and that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Um, but to me, it just feels like a really you know washed out kind of blurry. Um, it, lo- it looks like I'm playing a Michael Bay movie. I mean everything's just super bright. And that, the, and so obviously yeah,
2: you you got to the Transformers <laughs> level.
1: Yeah. Spoiler. spoiler. I took Ooh, on sorry. I took on Soundwave. It was pretty <laughs> badass. Yeah, I actually was uh, I was a little surprised when you turned in, <laughs> when you turned in the three sixty review. I thought you were gonna uh, scored a little bit lower than the PC. So, mm-hmm. cuz you know, the there, it's not like a giant drop. Like if you play the PC and you play the 360, you're not going to to think, "Oh my god, this is a completely different game mm-hmm. and it looks completely different." But mm-hmm. you can you can see it. You can tell, but some.
2: yeah. I mean, that's just it. I was trying to stay away from making it a versus argument and I was comparing it to the other, you know, offerings on Xbox 360. And so I definitely um, I took the graphics score down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um and some people could argue i didn't take it down far enough but when i was looking at you know the the overall score a nine and asking myself do i want to bring this down is it um you know how does it compare to the other games on 360 and i i couldn't get past the fact of how much fun i was still having with multiplayer so i just i let it stand i i'd argue that as an xbox 360 game as a pc game as a ps3 game it's just fun as hell
0: oh yeah it's extremely fun i mean as as kind of disappointed I was in the in the look of the
1: game, mm-hmm. I
0: just love the gameplay. It's yeah. such a blast, so Man, much fun.
1: That's you're disappointed in the looks of Battlefield Three. That's interesting.
0: That well, hey, it's just me. No,
1: no, I i just <laughs> yeah. I I was expecting a little bit more. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I I hear you. So. Cool. Well, what what the heck else are we playing, guys? What the heck? Well, last week, Peter and I went to
0: a Halo anniversary event. We haloed it up. We did for
2: for hours. It's the first time I've gotten my hands on anniversary. Yeah. And I was was pleasantly surprised. Mm. Not really. Like, I knew... You know what anniversary is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wasn't, actually. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I had fun with it. And uh, I have... uh, Anyone listening, by the time this podcast is live, you'll probably be able to read about my experiences already. Um, But I was just joking, like... I walked into uh, the campaign, and you 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 know, you escape the Pillar of Autumn, and you get onto Halo. And the first time you get to drive a warthog, you enter in that alien facility. You know? And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, this is a man-made structure. This isn't a natural formation. And you're driving the warthog around, and you get to that first light bridge where you have to get out of your warthog, go find the switch. And uh, I was walking around, and I was like, where the hell is the switch? I can't, I can't remember where the switch for the light bridge is. Because there's this really narrow path up to one of the mm-hmm. angles. And I was sitting there, I was like, holy shit i had this exact same problem 10 years ago i remember walking into this room and being like where's the switch what do i do next what is this halo game and i, I did it the exact same thing 10 years later with halo anniversary and i was like you know what this this is doing it right this is a, a proper just re-
1: <laughs> this, re- got, the story i got disoriented and i'm lost still again, an guys. idiot <laughs> high five three four three
2: halo anniversary proves i'm still an idiot so.
1: so so wait a second does that mean we should be concerned about the library again
2: Oh man! You guys guys remember the library level? (laughs) It's not going to get any easier. I think it's a point of game design. So often we're just fed like waypoints, like now walk ten feet this way, now walk ten feet this way. That this comes from a time where where it's very much like you know what you're supposed to do, but you're nobody's holding your hand to get there. So, yes, library, I'm assuming, is going to be just as bad. Now, yeah.
1: that was a somewhat loaded question because we've actually talked a little bit about the library. 343 actually are addressing it just a little bit to keep you moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. The problem with the library is you just get turned around really easily because yeah. the architecture within um, the space just, it, it it's all, I can't think right now because my, my brain's hazy, but everything looks exactly the same based on where you're standing. He's making hand motions yeah. to describe I am. this. Can everyone. you guys see what I'm doing <laughs> at home?
0: Listen, listen to his hand motions,
1: guys. But so, um, so you guys played portions of the single-player campaign, yeah. and, um, then you also played multiplayer.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. is a blast. I think it's really good.
0: Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's pretty much, like, they took Reach's multiplayer mm-hmm. element and just added in some, like, a greatest hits collection of maps. Yeah. I mean, it's not super far removed from what we've been playing with Reach, but, you know, as a, as a multiplayer suite to be offered to people, it's, it's really cool. I mean, and and it does kind of give you a little bit of a nostalgic look at some previous Halo maps yeah, that exactly. have been retooled with with you know the Reach engine in mind.
2: I was a little surprised actually at the the delay when you're switching between graphics.
0: Yeah, it's a brief pause. I yeah, mean, it's it,
2: not- the screen goes black and then it'll fade back in. But when I was, you know, initially reading previews and watching trailers, I was like, "Oh, it's instant! Just snap, 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 mm-hmm. back and forth." But it's not quite like that. You know, no. because two seconds
1: is too long.
2: I can't wait that long. <laughs> that <laughs> I am a modern time, man. man. Yeah. I demand things now. A three, four, three. years you're on Notice.
0: <laughs> Give me old graphics. No. <laughs>
2: but it's it's funny. Like Steve and I were talking. Like. Um, because I had left a certain part part out of what I was writing, and it's this fact that after ten years, there's like a whole generation of people that have never played the original Halo.
0: Yeah, that's like mind blowing. They're probably me.
2: awesome at armor locking and Halo Reach, but like uh. they're not used to the. The mad leaps Master Chief had in Halo
1: 1 and the lack of the Space weapon jump. kickback. Space mm-hmm. jump. Space jumping. <laughs> it's good times. Fall damage. Um, yeah. I mean, w- you know, there's plenty of listeners and readers who are 15, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they were five yeah, when, when yeah. Halo came out, you know, that, which is, it's Jeez. it's it's, a, it's amazing. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, it's a great opportunity to play a great game and obviously be able to swap back and forth. Um and I think there's probably even plenty of kind of more modern gamers, I guess, that just maybe got into games yeah. more recently that haven't been playing for years and years and years that are getting familiar with the newer Halo games. Right. Um, this is a chance for them to be able to play it without having to buy like a you know an old original Xbox yeah. game uh, right. or download it because I believe it's on Games On Demand, isn't it? Uh, just the regular CE. Yes yeah um there's no online or
0: wait there wasn't any online to correct begin with. I, I meant yeah. i meant, yeah. uh, so the with pl- halo 2 they turned off the the online
1: servers oh like well yeah, a year ago, a ago yeah. yeah year or two yeah so at any rate yeah it's it's uh it's looking like it's a, a good package uh the time that i played um that i spent with it uh playing the multiplayer and the single player i had a great time when we were doing halo fest that was uh mm-hmm. earlier this summer so
2: yeah i find it funny uh i noticed on our we did like our grand theft auto 3 recollections for that anniversary the Mm -hmm. 10th anniversary Mm -hmm. and you know we all wrote up the first time we played grand theft auto 3 that kind of thing and i just looked at one of the comments that was like God, you guys are old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, well, true. I mean, the, the thing about Halo, we could do the same exact thing exactly. with Halo, and all it would be is like going over to my friend Mike's house and eating pizza, <laughs> and everybody lag- lo- uh, lugging their uh, their monitors and their TVs, yep. and, and having just crazy LAN parties.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, when I was going to school, we had a uh, we had a LAN connection in our dorm oh nice and everyone you didn't even have to go into the same room or anything you could just jack your uh xbox into your lan and get your ass kicked in my case um in you're their not, case
1: it was kick other people's asses you're not uh you're not mad skilled with the halos no i wasn't then I'm but pretty, now but now i have been training I'm, for 10 years now right.
0: i am moderately
1: better guys <laughs> you hear that i have picked, i've back. stepped up a level two <laughs> adequate Ten years ago, shoppers back. Not so much, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> so Halo Anniversary is coming exclusively to Xbox 360. Woo! On the fifteenth, November fifteenth. That's two weeks. That's four days Man. after Skyrim. Yeah, it's right up there. Oh gosh, let's let's not get into that. No, That's a deep, deep, dark huge pool year. Uh, Skyrim actually speaking of which um, Mm -hmm. I think by the time that this podcast will go up uh, we will have yet another preview um, fantastic that will be on IGN.com it's a preview that I did with my um, covering my time with the Dark Brotherhood Dark Brotherhood can there be enough Skyperman previews no (laughs) Skyrim. What?
2: What? <laughs> <Kiprim. Kiprim. laughs>
1: hey guys, what's your most anticipated game? I really want to play Kyperim. K-
2: my friend was telling me about campaign.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, um, Kiprim, Don't. Pardon me. I, like I meant to say
2: the Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim. Sorry, the Elder Skyrim. Scrolls V: Colon Skyrim. Colon Skyrim.
1: Colon. <laughs> Capital S K Y Colon Skyrim. Scrim? Scrim? <laughs> scrim Sky. Scrim Scrim. Oh 6. Oh, my God. What is happening right now? Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's move on. <laughs> All
0: right. We uh, had mentioned uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 earlier. Um, huge news this week, guys. Huge bum, logo bum, this bum. week. Huge logo this week, guys. Um, Grand Theft Auto 5 was officially announced via logo. Via logo. Now, via I'm going to go on
1: record to be the first person to notice that it actually wasn't GTA 5. It was GTA 55. Because... The logo has a giant V Roman five, and then it says five in the banner. So 55. No, 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 I think you're wrong. Internets, everybody missed it. It's GTA fifty five. What Here's I always know what is. is What happened to GTA five through fifty four? That's the real question. <laughs> no, 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 you're mistaken. Um, it's actually Grand
0: Theft Auto V five from the, the. It's an Versus offshoot of five. Series. Yeah, okay. Grand Theft Auto V is a different series. So it's it's like a CSI offshoot, kind of. A well, bit? It's
2: like it's kind of like the Tekken it, it, Street it, Fighter X yeah. Tekken. It's Grand Theft Auto V5. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Watch like Tommy Versetti takes on the letter V.
2: After all my musings, (laughs) I figured out the V is the same as the five on, kind of like a $5 bill. Mm -hmm. $5 bill is Lincoln's bill, right? Lincoln, Nebraska.
1: Oh, shit. Is that where the game's gonna be? Oh, my God. Guys, guys. We're going to Lincoln. <laughs> we're going to so Lincoln. Excited. If
0: this were a freestyle wrap-off, I would expect Peter to like just drop his mic on the floor. <laughs> Walk <laughs> out of here. Just hold it
1: horizontal and go, boonk. And just <laughs> drop it and leave. That'd be it. be like the end of 8 Mile. <laughs> so let's do a real quick Rewind the Theater. I, I, I mile. Rewind Theater on the logo. Let's go. Do it. <laughs> okay, then it's on. Like to the left here.
2: Um, I don't know. I think I'm with the popular belief that <laughs> we're going back to San Andreas.
0: San Andreas, you think right, so? so? Okay. Because so,
2: Four retooled Liber- <coughs> Grand Theft Auto 3's Liberty City, and San Andreas was just huge and massive and awesome. And I think uh, we Colin pointed out, and we've been talking, like some of the, the casting uh, calls for different voice mm-hmm. actors pointed out, like, agents and kind of LA type stuff. So I would love to go back there in a fancy, fancy new world that I hope is just as big, if not bigger. Because Grand Theft Auto 4 definitely reined it in. Like, it's bigger than Three, but it's nowhere near the scope of San Andreas. And bring back planes.
0: If, mm. I think it'd be kind of badass if they took it to Europe. Like, do you mm-hmm. remember the uh, Grand Theft Auto 2 expansion? Yeah, the, London. Uh, yeah, London. If they did something like that. I think that'd be pretty badass. I mean, I think that would work really well in the new, you know, rage-powered Grand Theft Auto universe. Yeah,
1: absolutely. More like a lock, stock, and two smoking barrels kind of. Yeah. Ooh, good. You know, or, good comparison. Yeah. Or you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I agree. I think that would be great, although I am going to sort of go with the fact that I think it will be San Andreas. And I think the V very
2: much looks like American money. Oh, oh yeah, I
1: mean, I'm not patterns.
0: saying that's what they're going to do. I'm just saying I think it'd be cool if they did. I, I'm just I'm trying to tell you like, you're GTA wrong. 6.
1: I think it'd be cool if they were Your playable pets. Is wrong, stupid. Like they should, they should do something with random Sims pets. pets. They should. Well, no, I mean, you should just be able to because the the big contention, like, <laughs> so w- we had we, we announced that GTA 5 is coming. Woohoo! Everybody starts talking. What? Who's the main character going to be? Is it going to be somebody that returns? Is it going to be somebody related? Somebody that we've met before? Is it going to be uh, a guy? Is it going to be a girl? You know, we've even thought. Okay, well. We've never had a female character. and Mm -hmm. So I just want to take it to the next level. We've never had a pet that you can play as. I mean, what's up with that, guys? What's up, Rockstar? Why can't I play as a cat? I don't really (laughs)
0: see Rockstar making that move. I see um, Volition making that move with, like, Saints Row the Fourth or whatever the hell the next one's going to be called. Saints Row the
2: Third, the pets. Saints
0: Row the Kitty?
1: (laughs) Saints Row the Pets (laughs) with a Z. So I'm being silly. But so anyways, um, the logo... The V has, you know, the um, the cash yeah, the sort green of green kind of ladder, cash money. Uh, get that money, look. get paid. So cash money, homeboy. Uh, which is, you know, breaking news. Money will be a part of GTA. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? I think no. we did a cool.
2: Uh, Andrew put up a cool article about the the m- recent teasers Rockstar have done for the last few games. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. we were talking uh, all of us here at IGN yesterday about how the first Grand Theft Auto 4 teaser was literally just cityscapes. So we're trying to see with. I think Nico did a voiceover, right? But we didn't know who Nico was or who was talking. Correct. And so um, five, are we going to get just this reveal with no real info, or is it going to be in depth? Is it going to be gameplay? Who knows? What do you think, Shopper?
1: What do I think? Uh, What's this trailer going to be?
2: It's going to be a rotating logo. Um, I think it's going (laughs) to be a lot of GTA Fifty (laughs)
1: Five, a
0: lot of misdirection, and probably a little bit of hidden stuff. I think they're going to hide a lot of information in this trailer and not make it immediately visible. Like there's going to be massive study about this trailer. People are going to watch and they're going to go, "Okay, do a, a freeze frame by frame look of this trailer." I'm and sure we'll see will do we will. People can. like IGN, people who do like people like, like rewind, theater. Theater. crazy <laughs> bastards like IGN <laughs> will
1: just obsess over this thing when it comes out. So now speaking um, back to GTA 4 and the, the teaser when it when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was a fly through, that was uh, I, I think the angle that they took. Because the, what you saw of Liberty City at the time was just littered with hints about what the game was, yeah. would have. Yep. I mean, uh, there was stuff running on the the stock ticker thing. I'm moving my hand in the studio, folks. Can you see? <laughs> um, I mean, all the billboards, you know. And then also, I, I think it was you know the first time that we saw the game running. Yeah. So we could see that there had just been a huge jump in fidelity um, compared to. Uh, you know the the last game so
0: i like to think our first taste of grand theft auto 4 was uh table tennis did you guys <laughs> play that game it just was, a little bit yeah it was really really fucking fun it was a great time And it was but, so but, I mean, out of the blue the, for rockstar too it's yeah. funny but that was the first like proper debut of the rage engine mm-hmm. which is you know what's powering four and possibly five I mean, we're not really sure what's what's behind the behind the works there, but a
2: moment it's going to be kind of a quick turnaround like they show the new trailers now and we're going to see it next summer next fall.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Typically <clears throat> we we get the game sometime within 12 to 24 months after the first yeah. big thing like this. Cuz I think LA Noire was a pretty quick <clears throat> turnaround. Ooh, Wasn't it? Yeah. I
2: mean, no, 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 not not in its overall development. You but once from- they started prepping it Back in, um, what, 2010, the fall, like November, December, they put up the first new trailer showing yeah. off all the new tech and everything. Right. And then they that came out by May. But obviously, yeah, that's a game they've been working on for way too long.
0: I think we're going to see, um, this is my guess, 100%, just pulling this out of my ass, but I think we'll see Grand Theft Auto five spring 2013.
1: Might be right because we got to see Max Payne three first. They've been pushing that one a little harder. Well, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I mean, um, Max is coming out next year in mm-hmm. March, and uh, it's not Rockstar style to put something out right close to yeah. each other, and it's also yeah. not their style to come out in fall.
0: No, they um, they
1: very rarely, if ever, release stuff in the fall. They've been setting a precedence yeah. of owning this sort of you know quarter two. Uh, February, March, April, somewhere in that um, space. Good mm-hmm. point. And uh, and I think Eleanor came out in May, didn't it? Or, yeah, yep. Yeah, so It mean, was just a little bit Red later. Red Dead but, the year yeah, before. Yeah, Red Dead was was May. Uh, was it in May? Okay. So, you know, early in the year, pre-summer, uh, when there's not a lot of competition, they sort of carved out that space for themselves. So, I would tend to agree with you. Mm-hmm. So, then... What are the implications that come with that for what hardware we're going to be playing this on? So there's there's already rumors of the next box or the yep. Xbox 720 or whatever we're, we're, we want to y- euphemistically call it. Um, what do you guys think? What are we going to be playing GTA 5 on? I
2: think we're still going to see it Facebook? on... Facebook? <laughs> I think we're still going to see it on this generation.
0: Yep. I agree with Peter.
2: Because if they're going to start promoting it and releasing trailers now, if it were literally for another generation... It would, be, it would show up in the trailers. Yeah. We'd be like, an Xbox can't do that.
1: No. Not necessarily, well, though. It's true. We, we've seen plenty of um, you know, marketing stuff and promos and, and trailers come out right during a transition period. And, yeah. and, we see, and we've seen uh, <clears throat> examples of both. Uh, Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, well, we've seen games <laughs> that have stayed on it on the original platform that you know you would think that it was, I guess, intended for, or timed for, and then we've also seen um, games cross over and then yeah. uh, move to the next platform. So,
0: yeah, but I mean, as far as Rockstar is concerned, I don't think they're going to put out the, the Grand Theft Auto five, or Five is not going to be a launch title for whatever next generation of systems is. It's just not what they've done in the past. I mean, usually their launch titles are pretty b to c tier for them mm-hmm. like um what did they put out for uh playstation 2 they had like smugglers run and that was their big launch game
1: smugglers run 2 <laughs> not on well I know, I eventually
0: <coughs> so but here, not at
1: launch here, here's my dark horse theory okay. um which would go against pretty much everything with rockstar but could be interesting <laughs> um what if gta 5 came out day and date with the wii u and it was a launch title on the would, Wii U. On the Wii U. Can oh, You imagine
0: that? I think that's strangely a bit more possible than it being on the <laughs> yeah. Xbox 720 or whatever the hell it's called.
1: And imagine what that would do. So uh, if you think back, rewind a little bit to 2006 with Peter Moore's bicep and his, you know, his fake GTA 4 tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, the world was sort of taken off guard that the G- GTA 4 announcement was made during the Microsoft press conference at E3, yeah. uh, which then was basically saying, "Hey, we're, we're we're partnering with Microsoft. Uh, you guys are going to be getting DLC first on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of putting you know a stake in the sand to say this is this is what we're doing with GTA 4. I could see them actually considering doing something like that with Nintendo, which would be a sh- gigantic move um, for both. What what, what what do you think about that? I think it'd be a
0: lot more advantageous for Nintendo than it would be for Rockstar. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of like uncertainty and. And just kind of people. People are a little leery on on Nintendo these days. I mean, the the 3DS came out. It wasn't. Uh, we're talking about Nintendo on an Xbox podcast. No, but but, we're talking
1: about games. So yeah, that, yeah. this yeah. is important. It because, is important because, for sure. Because th- th- t- again, take a step back and think <clears throat> about what it meant for 360 gamers yeah. during the time of announcement. I mean, th- th- E3 2006, uh, the 360 hadn't even been out a year. It had just yeah. come out the November before. So, right, I mean, right. how many people then thought to themselves, I don't have an Xbox 360, GTA's coming to the 360, I need to get a 360.
0: Yeah, so that's is, true. But it, could, I mean, that,
1: could that happen with, with Nintendo?
0: Um, it could, <coughs> but I mean, I, I just don't see it in all likelihood. I mean, you know, like I was saying, the 3DS came out, it, it hasn't really done that great for them. I mean, no. there's a very, you know, famous price drop that happened over the summer. and
1: Why hasn't it done that great, though? No games. Games suck. Haha. <laughs> what if? And I'm exactly. not saying this is going to happen. It's just uh, it's it's things, a good theory. Actually, things I think about when I'm <laughs> just sitting at my house watching <laughs> the Colbert Report. But uh, I just thought about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, then on the flip side, what if uh, GTA V came to the Vita? You think the Vita could uh, could actually run GTA five? Um. I mean, we we're, f- we're seeing GTA 3 ported to the iPad. Yeah. Um, Vita actually has you know. Uncharted mm-hmm. dual version sticks. of Uncharted. So, yeah.
2: Yep. So if it's if GTA Five is really running on like the same engine or something they can modify, then definitely I think Vita could do it, which would be interesting. Yeah.
1: So it's just you know, uh, we're, we're excited about the trailer coming out next week. It's on uh, the second, which is Wednesday. Wednesday. I yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Wednesday morning.
1: And um, so yeah, hopefully we'll have some of these these questions answered. and Hopefully we'll know what platform it's coming to. I'm I'm hoping. Uh, that we'll see and be introduced to the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. learn the setting and all that kind of stuff. So, hmm. should be interesting. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, before we move on, what's uh, what's happening the day before that? The day before that? Tuesday the 1st. What's happening that Xbox 360 fans would be interested in? The Modern IGN. Warfare 3 live stream. Oh, shit. Bam. <laughs> So if you, if you guys haven't heard, um, here at IGN, we are exclusively hosting a live stream from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time. Uh, we're going to have Robert Bowling, the creative strategist from Infinity Ward. Uh, we're going to have Glenn Schofield, who uh, is at <coughs> Sledgehammer. And he actually helped start, um, oh, damn it. What's the, the Dead Space developer? A visceral. Visceral, and uh, he nice. actually is the co-creator of Dead Space, so he's going to be on the show, um, and we're going to be giving away, I think, maybe ten copies of the game on Whoa. platform of your choice, which yes. we know which platform you guys would choose. Yeah, absolutely. We also have a we ton have. of other stuff. We're going to be giving away uh, Call of Duty Turtle Beach headsets, uh, Turtle Beach or um, Call of Duty PDP controllers that are you know skinned with Modern Warfare Three and so on and so forth. So make sure you put that on your calendar and uh, join us and be awesome. So yeah. Fantastic. That's next day. Tuesday, the first, and that's a week before the game comes out. Yeah, awesome. What? And uh, and sorry, we're also within that we're going to be showing um, a full level of single player that nobody's, nobody's seen, seen before, nobody knows about, uh, and we're going to be showing off four new multiplayer maps that nobody has seen. So if you like Modern Warfare three, join us. Even if you don't, join if you us. Hate <laughs> join us, Modern regardless. Warfare three. That's right. Join us. I
2: imagine there will Check be a out. lot of Battlefield comments that day. <laughs> Just because that's how the Maybe world a turns.
1: A few. If you Here like Skyrim,
0: go, be, go get Kaiskrim. What, what was it called? Get your Kaiskrim order, pre orders in now. The, the Belvedere Scrobes. <laughs> the, the Belvedere Strobes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Kaiskrim. Okay. Sorry. Get okay. Going. Hey, Casey. What yes. time is it? That? Right. Is it time for email? It is. Is it? Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That's what that meant. <laughs> no.
1: Dude. Oh. You ruined it.
0: Uh, Juan Bedoya asks a ben classic.
1: Ben, ben, ben.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he asks us a classic TRL. That's three red lights, guys. Question. Uh, most hardcore and old-time fans will surely miss. Marry, buff, or kill. Gears of War 3, Battlefield 3, or Call of Duty 3. Or Modern no, Warfare 3 is what he meant
2: I have an answer immediately let's do it I'd marry Battlefield 3 Aww. you know just hold hands with those jets for the rest of my life
0: sometimes have little baby jets touch.
2: with those jets oh. I would buff <laughs> the hell out of Gears of War 3 just quick and dirty keep it simple and I'm sorry I'm just gonna kill Modern Warfare 3
1: oh wow no. damn my god
2: I'm not trying to start a war I love them both but I'm <laughs> not
1: trying to start a war our time has passed 3 modernly Casey what do you got Uh, I am definitely going to marry Modern Warfare 3 because I love the single-player experience in Modern (coughs) Warfare 3. I play the multiplayer. Um, I'm not the best at it, so uh, for people who don't like going up against, uh, you know, six times over-prestiged people. <laughs> um, that experience usually ends up tapering off after a while as mm. everybody levels up. But I just... I have such a good time with the single player. So I'm going to marry that. I, I would definitely boff Gears 3. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it's such... It's boffable. It's just... Yeah, it's just got... It's hot. It yeah. is hot. Anya... Good looking. Anya Stroud! You're just good looking. And then uh, I'm going to kill Battlefield um, because <laughs> I just felt like I wanted more out of the single player campaign. I, You're I, a campaign I, man. I, wa- I, I am. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to... I. Re- I would have loved nothing more than for it to just deliver such a overwhelmingly better experience than possibly what Modern Warfare will. Oh, me too. Will. And I would we can't love that. talk about Modern Warfare yet in single player, so we're just not going to talk about that. But mm-hmm. that, that's, that's me. I'm going to marry Modern Warfare, Boff Gears, and kill Battlefield. Sorry.
0: I am going to marry Gears of War 3. Oh, Ooh. just because I really love the the multiplayer in that and, you know, with the Horde Command Pack coming out and the more like more DLCs being announced and mm-hmm. great stuff and you know, I have a season pass, so I'm pretty jazzed about the potential for more DLC and stuff. I need a it's pass. kind of more of a, a long-term thing for me, wow. and uh, I really think that Gears, you know, will tell me I look pretty in the morning. I yeah, even when you don't. We'll yeah, you know? even when I don't. It's like, like those little white lies. That Gears, help. does does this little black dress make me look fat? And it'll say, "No, sweetheart, we'll you look beautiful," be like and then we'll go have inside. dinner at, at Spago's and. <laughs> Maybe watch a new Kate Winslet movie.
1: <laughs> Aww.
0: See, I have this all planned out, guys. Get a anyway, little,
1: get a few votive candles.
0: So I'm gonna marry gears. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and buff Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three because you know I've. This is kind of how I've always. Because it been looks with, pretty
2: and it doesn't last very long.
0: Yeah. Well. Whoa. Okay. Um, I've I've always really h- had brief love affairs with the call of duty series yeah like you know i i play them and i i level myself up through the multiplayer i get through the campaign i really feel that you know i i get a full experience with them and then it's done like i've it's been ages since i've played modern warfare 2 it's been ages since i've played you know black ops and that one just came out last year so i mean it's for me it's a bit more short-lived um and i will kill battlefield 3 only because that's the last option I have. i'm still i'm still having a by great default. time yeah by yeah, default right. i'm still having a lot of fun with with yes. battlefield 3
1: the mary bof kill rubric is imperfect it, so is, it is it's, it's flawed yeah. but alas there you go uh <clears> mr wamba good question by the way yeah good choices for that question that's right we need to bring that back guys mary bof kill i like it let's make it happen let's do at least one every week locksmiths it's it, in there. that are listening please send us mary boff kills
0: Lock. yeah. locksmiths unite okay this one comes from caleb in ohio hey locksmiths awesome podcast i've been a listener since day one I know that some of the rumors out there about the name of the new Xbox is that it may be called Xbox 720. This weekend, I saw the movie Real Steel, and they had a bot fight at the Bing Stadium, and there's a banner above the stands that said Xbox 720. I was wondering if that is a confirmation by Microsoft that, the name is going to be, that that is going to be the name of the new console. I don't think that Microsoft would allow them to use their name and products and likeness without their seal of approval. Thoughts? Well,
1: it's a movie, <laughs> um uh, yeah let's just start here i mean a work of fiction ha- how about this for just uh for, for comparison's sake anybody mm-hmm. here see airplane yeah okay so for sure if i remember correctly airplane was the movie where somebody was in the terminal and there was like a rocky 29 <laughs> i think and it was like an old crinkled wrinkled up you know uh and it was obviously just making fun of right right you know the the sequelness of the rocky series which at that sure. time I think when airplane came out it was like only on rocky 2 so <laughs> <clears throat> but wow. uh,
2: i mean I, I think this is also a case of probably a tongue in cheek joke from i can't talk today i think
1: it is tongue in cheek actually tongue in
2: cheek <laughs> joke from microsoft we got to, we because got
1: winners coming out of today's
2: episode <laughs> <laughs> everyone please somebody send me a dictionary Hi, scram Kai Scream. Uh, if it's called, if the, in the movie it's called Bing Stadium, I think this is some not so subtle product placement from Microsoft. Yeah, for sure, for and, sure, yeah, and um, done in like
0: a like you know a, a funny little in joke to yeah. Xbox gamers and just yep. general people in the know for Microsoft things. And w- what year is the movie set? Real Steel. Um, I um, later, I don't know in the in the not too distant
1: future. Not too distant. When Rock'em Sock'em robots is a yeah. uh, a nation, a way of life. Up. That's right. Well, um, you, have you guys seen? Have you
0: guys seen The Island? Not to go back to Michael Bay. No, no. But oh, well, I played Dead Island. Yeah, that's not what I asked. There's a... Um, I've seen the beach.
1: <laughs> I want to play Kai
0: Skrim. Kai Kai <laughs> Gr- <laughs> Griggle <laughs> i don't know i'm just sounds like a great name for a game Um, but yeah there's there's a part where they're you know doing this like virtual reality boxing match and they're fighting each other and they have like these realistic human (laughs) avatars and there's an xbox logo in the background but it's the old xbox logo from Um, the original xbox even though technically it takes place in the future i don't know maybe microsoft decided to get retro and Use the right. original Xbox logo, but you know the, the point is it's it's you know just kind of a movie, and it's not a confirmation or anything of sorts by by Microsoft, but it is kind of a funny little in joke for for Xbox fans and so, gamers.
1: So, uh, I I would hope to think that Microsoft would come up with a different name. Yeah, I, my me guess, too. my guess is name. they're they're going to move away <clears throat> from a number. Yeah, if you remember, I mean the three hundred and sixty. The, the notion behind it wasn't, you know, to demarcate it with a number. It was, yeah. you know, it's an all-around, all-encompassing entertainment experience. That yeah. was sort of the what I think was supposed to inform that number. And I, I yeah. imagine that, like we're seeing with the Wii or mm-hmm. the Vita, like just these weird names. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Microsoft might go in that direction where there's the Microsoft Xbox, uh f- who knows I don't think it necessarily needs to be an Xbox anymore either yeah I know? mean
0: they can get it completely away from that that
1: name I mean there is, there's there's a blasphemy there's a branding shut your well come on what are what are they going to call it well, the, well what are they not going to you think that they would just go completely away from their brand Nintendo I mean it's, it? a, it's a PlayStation oh, it's a Nintendo Wii though so well, well I guess you're right fuck well, it was, you well, you know what? I mean, they keep, from, from the inception of um, Nintendo's products, though, they've always had their name in, yeah. you know, the Nintendo 64, the, well, I guess. PlayStation yeah. but one the one console is, ahead. Yeah.
2: So, that set, like, the three precedent. <laughs> yeah. But we only have two Microsoft products to look at, so it's but hard to Nintendo, judge. But
1: Nintendo, we've had NES, we've had SNES, and then Nintendo, I mean, so the 64, that was the name of it. I mean, yeah. Yes. Um I don't
0: know. I just don't like brand name followed by number.
1: Oh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't either. Well, I, mean, <clears throat> I, I shouldn't say that. It, it's kind of inconsequential, honestly, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see kind of what they come up with. I don't know if they, they're going to get rid of the actual Xbox name. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know either.
2: But I don't, think, I don't think it's, back to Caleb's point, I don't think it's a confirmation by
1: Microsoft, but yeah.
2: I think they want to make sure you know they're still working on gaming stuff going into the future.
1: I think it was just a cheeky joke. Yeah. I'm not sure. A yeah, cheeky. Tongue in cheek. <laughs> it was a cheeky.
0: cheeky totally super cheek okay guys this one comes from montel from wisconsin kai scram hey lockers <laughs> i'm montel from wisconsin <laughs> Woo! we have a halo combat evolved coming out soon to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the game do you all think that we will have a remake of two in 2014 possibly on a new xbox console
1: uh i think that that's entirely plausible um mm. i think it partially will depend on the success of anniversary Mm -hmm. which I imagine uh, anniversary will enjoy success Um, I think the big question is do we need a Halo 2 remake Um, and I would probably say me personally Mm -hmm. I would like to see this sort of anniversary treatment given to Halo 2 um, meaning Halo Anniversary, as we talked about before, isn't a total like redo of Combat Evolved, where it's just like, here's every single Combat Evolved map. Um, Anniversary just sort of has the best. And with Halo 2, we've already seen over half of the multiplayer maps uh, be remade. Um, and most of them are the, the the biggest or the sort of fan favorites from Lockout to Midship to Beaver Creek and so on and so forth. Personally, I... Um, I mean, I would love to have an updated version of Halo 2's campaign. I So many people griefed that. I really had fun, even though Peter didn't finish it. I'm going to just marathon through the Halo series that I missed. Halo 2's not that long of a yeah. game. It is. Um, I do short. have it sitting at home. But, I mean, think about it, guys. Like, I, I don't know how much you guys played Halo 2. I, I played the fuck out of Halo 2. There's very little fuck left in my Halo 2. But, um, I mean, to have some of the, the original Halo 2 maps remade, like Turf, Or burial grounds, or Gemini, or relic. Uh, I mean, dude, those are even elongation. Like playing SWAT Mm -hmm. on elongation is so much fun. Uh, I completely miss that. Um, I was one of the like bummed out people when they shut down the Halo Two servers, and you know it was inevitable. I mean, it was heroic that they had been up as long as they were. Um, So, in answer to Montel's from Wisconsin's question. Um, I think it's absolutely plausible, mm-hmm. and I think if we see uh, Halo Anniversary do really well, um, depending on where they are, sort of in the development cycle, Halo Four will have already come out. Yeah. Um, and if we do have a, a, a new Xbox that's not called an Xbox, um, then we'll see. Possibly Halo could be <laughs> on this non-Xbox box.
2: I think. I think Halo the upshot is- here is that I need to go beat Halo games. And uh, considering I actually do have to leave right this very minute, oh, are you serious? maybe I'm going to go play <laughs> wait, wait, some Halo.
1: Is this a reoccurring theme? Like somebody it just must leaves? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I'm going to leave you with
2: Shopper and the Beard and Cheese. But uh, Bye, keep Peter. on listening. There's there's good stuff
0: coming. Good stuff coming, guys. And just imagine
2: my answers with at least one to two mispronunciations. Kitescram.
0: <laughs> Kitescram. Bye, Peter. Bye, Peter.
1: Bye, guys. But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we can, we can move on. But I just I love talking about Halo 2. It's one of my favorite games in the whole world. No, absolutely. Um, I
0: mean, and I think it's you know a, a lot of people say what they will about the campaign, but I I had a lot of fun with it. I liked being the Arbiter. Um, I thought that was an interesting
1: spoiler. Whoops, sorry guys. I you know, you know what's interesting is uh, it, the campaign wasn't like horrid, but it also wasn't you know. I could take it or leave it. I, yeah. I played Halo two for the multiplayer. Yeah. Or, and that's, that's, that's what I played more and it was so enduring. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it, it finally took the series online, which well, not finally it's, the second game. Well, I mean, you,
1: arguably, Halo Two made Xbox Live the yeah. success that it is. It, it, oh, for sure. It proved that there was just this giant community that will continue to play mm-hmm. the exact same game every single day. <laughs> no, folks, it wasn't Crimson Skies. It was Halo Two. Yeah. Um, and when people talk about, you know, Call of Duty put Halo or uh, put Xbox Live on the map. Well, no, it was Halo Two, mm-hmm. um, largely, or at the very least, back in those days, um, you know. Uh, that's what everybody was playing. So. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's you know extraordinarily telling that when the 360 first came out and supported software backwards compatibility, uh, the most played game on Xbox Live was Halo 2. Yeah. Like, people well, were sure. still...
1: <laughs> but you know what? If Combat Evolved, uh, if their online component had been playable on Xbox Live, I probably that would have been more oh, popular. Sure. Because more people, I think, identified with those maps. Although... I mean, the maps in Halo 2 are just so epic. I could just talk about it forever. I mean, um, I guess what I would really question is um, which maps would they remake? I mean, the ones that I named off, I think, would be uh, good candidates. Um, The other really, really good maps have already been given that treatment, so Mm -hmm. that would be sort of the the question to determine, because I don't know if if there's a huge sort of outcry for people to want to play like Backwash (laughs) or like Waterworks or something, um, you know, or some of the, the less popular maps. But I mean like, even like Warlock. Warlock is That, I mean, and that's an old uh, Mm -hmm. Combat Evolved map. um, Yeah, that was uh, Wizard. But right. um, Anyways, I I, Montel, I think you're onto something here. You should write a letter to three four three, or better yet, maybe we will. We'll send an email. (laughs) Totally. Guys, grab.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we got time for one more, Casey. Oh damn it! I know this one comes from Richie zero four two seven. I haven't bought Battlefield 3 because I can only buy one game, and it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 for me. But if I rent it, will I be able to play the multiplayer, since it's published by EA and I will only get a tenth of the experience? pass. pass. Lilo Dallas Multipass.
1: Lilo Dallas Multipass.
0: Um, well, Richie, unfortunately, I think that you may be out of luck if you want to play the game online um, just by renting it. Um, Battlefield 3 does use an online pass, um, which is a it comes in the box of every new retail version sold um, it's a one-time use redeemable code that locks into your uh, account your uh your gamer tag basically and um that's how you can play online unfortunately i don't think that they have a solution for that for people who are renting the game
1: well they do you can just buy the pass well yeah
0: but if you're that's what 10 bucks yeah so you're basically renting battlefield 3 for like
1: I don't know, $16, $17? bucks. I'm not saying it's a good solution, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I mean, for somebody who just wanted to play it for a little bit, yeah, they'd have to pony that uh, that cash up, and yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs>
0: if you if you did want to rent it and check out the single player component, um, I know Peter wasn't too hot on it. Um, but if you just want to check out the game and see how it handles and you know kill some some AI baddies you know that's definitely worth considering um there are worse ways to to spend a night of you know rental bliss you could rent bullet witch you could that would be bad (laughs) (laughs) or fusion frenzy (laughs) you could totally rent scoberbilum or whatever the hell we came up with i don't know it's it's amorphous it just keeps turning into different shit every time we talk about it
1: so we can't take any more of these questions um we're just gonna ignore that you i'll let you pick one are we out of time okay let's do andrew Okay. Andrew Mickelson. Okay. Andrew
0: Mickelson, come on down. With the upcoming-ish release of Prey 2, I picked up the original for 4 bucks. Wow, that's a However, good buy. However, I recently got Batman, Rage, Crisis, and Battlefield. Is the game worth the time to play it? What are your thoughts
1: on the game? <clears throat> First of all, why the heck did you just go out and buy Batman, Rage, and <laughs> Battlefield? That's, that is a lot of games. Hopefully you're making time for these and not just sitting on your shelf. Yeah. Um, because that's just a shame. Sad. Uh, so here's the real question <laughs> Batman, Rage, Battlefield, or Prey? Hmm. <laughs> what say you, Shopper? Um,
0: definitely Prey. Oh. No, no, no. Um, first off, play Batman, because I love Batman. Let's just turn this into a, a Mary Boff kill. Oh, you, God. Are you ready to do that? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. On the fly, so, this is how it works. <clears> okay, <throat> for me, Mary batman because batman's a fucking stud uh boff battlefield boff it and kill prey you uh you uh really have to play all of those games prey can wait um there's a lot of time between um prey 2's release and now um do you know when it's
1: tentatively coming out Is uh it's sometime next year up the They up okay they haven't as far as i know i'd have to go look yeah
0: um and I mean, it's cool that you got it for four bucks. It's definitely worth that. I mean, it's a it's a pretty cool little game. Um, it w- probably won't take you very long. I think I finished it in about um, ten hours or so. Um, but it does a lot of really cool things, like you know the the spirit walking ability and the and the use of portals. Um, at the time, was pretty. Pretty groundbreaking stuff so I really enjoyed prey for what it was at the time um, I don't know you played it too what do you what do you say I,
1: I'm a huge fan of prey um okay. i I love it so <clears throat> i I'm remiss to say I would kill it I would probably uh, <laughs> I'd, uh, At least for
0: now. Bring it back yeah. from the
1: dead. Here, here's the thing. Is, um, next week we're in November. And so before you know it, everyone's going to be on holiday break in December. Um, you know, Granted, you have a lot of games here to play, Andrew. But um, you know, make time for Prey a little bit later. Or maybe mm-hmm. just pop it in while you're playing some of these other games. But I would definitely focus on Batman. The, yeah, I, absolutely. I can't say enough good things about Batman. Rocksteady just out- outdid themselves. I think Arkham City is fantastic. So Awesome. But I love Prey
0: very cool all right and that does it for our email segment go ahead and say it one more time Email. good job sorry okay um if you have any more questions or just want to shoot the shit tell us how we're doing uh send a message to unlocked at ign.com remember to keep your questions short and sweet so that we can address them on the podcast or conversely hit us up at twitter at unlocked at p eichmann's at lynchtacular at ign and myself at steven underscore hopper and uh, we do have a winner to announce <gasps> for the Gears of War 3 coal resin statue, the thrash ball coal, as it were. And the winner is Anthony Gatilla of Antioch, California.
1: Whoa!
0: Congratulations, man. We will have that in the mail to you soon. Woo! Was that, like, did that sound like coal? That was kind of. I don't know. Woo! It's like
1: high <laughs> but deep exactly at the same saying. time. It's like, Girl, let me try Whoa. it differently. Woo! Woo! Kind of like that.
0: Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <gasps> oh,
1: Shaggy, wanna right play? Maggie. Shaggy, wanna play? Kite skiing.
0: <laughs> awesome, very cool.
1: And our next giveaway, actually. um Wait, a s- wait, 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 wait. Right. we're giving something away this week too. We are. How is this possible? That's three weeks in a row. We're on fire. Are we I just, think. Are we givers?
0: We're on fire. We're givers. We're we're a very giving bunch over here. So, what do we got this week at the podcast unlocked? Uh, podcast um what we have today is a halo art book called creating worlds by the guys at titan books Ooh, a really awesome look at um some halo artwork it's
1: a gorgeous book is it just like a skinny little pocketbook that you could just fit in your oh no oh no no
0: no no. what what, what kind of a book is this steven this is a big
1: hardcover book a
0: big hard what what (laughs) come on man (laughs) No, it's uh, it's hardbound. Um, it's pretty beefy. It's got a lot of pages of some really great artwork.
1: So if you want to check that out, well, what are they going to do, Casey? I think they need to send us an email, and uh, in that email, they need to tell us what their favorite Halo map is of all time. Absolutely, and make sure that you uh, <clears throat> let us know where you live in what city or, you know, state and country. So. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, send us along your your addresses and stuff. Send those to unlocked at IGN.com for your chance to enter to win creating worlds. And up, we have a meta achievement to close out the podcast. That's a terrible sound. I don't know I that <laughs> It became, it was thrashball coal, and then it just became a really bad car alarm.
1: Woo! 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 See that guy down the street with that alarm? He needs to go to hell. Yeah,
0: no kidding. What the
1: hell is that all about? Fuck that guy. Okay, Casey, tell us the meta achievement. Meta achievement, uh, since everybody's playing Battlefield 3, we thought we could do something community-oriented. So we want you to go to the Podcast Unlocked Facebook page and either create a thread for setting up a time to play Battlefield 3, or we're hoping and assuming that uh, a thread will already be there sometime soon. So jump in there, try and meet somebody uh, on the Facebook page that you can hook up with on Xbox Live, and then take a picture uh, of you in the lobby with a fellow podcast, Unlocked Locksmith, and uh, send that to us, and that will net you how much? 35 gamer points. 35. Now It's a big one. There is a special twist to this. If you manage to get into a lobby with one of the actual IGN locksmiths, whether they be Shopper, Pikeman's, or me, then <laughs> how how much does that net you? Uh, that's an additional 15. What? That's it?
0: Okay, fine. An additional 30. Double it. Okay, wait, so it's Double it up.
1: 65 it's... points? That is a random... 60.
0: Thirty for the original. Thirty for the if you meet one of us. What? It's a meta meta achievement.
1: <laughs> Look, folks, I don't this get paid so to do math. Okay, so it's okay. So it's math meta. So play with somebody from the the podcast unlocked Facebook group and get thirty points. Play with one of the IGN locksmiths and get sixty points. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Okay, then so take a picture with whoever you're playing with uh, from your lobby, uh, and send it to us at. What's the email? <laughs> <laughs> Unlocked at IGN.com. Or kitescript at IGN.com. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, but, yeah, we should probably give them our uh, gamer tags. Right? Oh, my gosh. That's right. I mean, how are they, they going to get that 30 points? What's your gamer tag? I mean, way too meta. Mine is stevanos, S-T-E-V-A-N-O-S.
1: And mine is lynchtastic, which is L-Y-N-C-H-T-A-S-T-I-C. And Peter's is gouda
0: space... Day, space, number two, space, die. It's a good day to die. There you go. So, yeah, meet us up. Earn some meta achievo points. Well, guys, that should do it for the Podcast Unlocked, episode 31. Uh, thanks for listening. And my fellow locksmiths, Peter, wherever you are, it was good having you on the podcast, and you as well, Mr. Lynch. Thank you. So, thanks, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Guys, Ice cream, blobster scrolls, ice cream.
1: did have dinner with reggie from nintendo sat next <laughs> to him the reginator yep how do you say his last name is it fisa it's phil's aim phil it's <laughs> probably phisa <Fils-a-me. laughs> i have no idea come on I everyone dinner, says phil's name i had dinner with with reggie phil uh, phil's aim reginald phil's <laughs> aim